Welcome back to the Guava Girl podcast. I am your host, Isabella Silverio, and in this episode, we are going to be discussing, talking, well, it's kind of just me talking. (laughs) It's a very one-sided platform podcasts are, but we're going to be talking about digital marketing and um, digital marketing makeover is kind of the the vision I had for the title of this episode because um, if you you don't have to be a digital marketer to be into digital marketing or to realize that this is something that you're already doing and um, gotta say big thank you to everyone who's been coming back and listening to the show Um, we had (laughs) way more listeners than I thought (laughs) um, coming back and so I just want to say thanks that there are so many of you and you're all different business owners most likely and so um, I want this episode to kind of be entertaining and informative. Now I think it's good to start any lesson with a story and I have a great story uh, to kind of get you warmed up into how can I be a better digital marketer or how can I know what professional digital marketers know because unless you really were you have that experience, um, then you might just kind of be like floating like a duck with the patitos, like kind of stressed under the water uh, because you want to be visible and you want to be um, using all the platforms. You know, you want to have like an optimized strategy, right? So I'm going to tell you what I do, what I've done, what I did. uh, But first, we're going to start with a little story. Now, the story goes something like this. Before there was TikTok, before there was Instagram, before there was Facebook, oh my God, there wasn't even a TV back at this time. There was just newspapers. There were um, in the news, if you ever, I don't know if you ever like got the newspaper in like a plastic bag and like stuff like that, but newspapers have different sections. And each section appeals to, there's only so many sections, obviously, and it's like for per interest. So there's a sports section, a, um, you know, life something section, and there's like a politics section, and there's like a world news section, and there's like all of these um, kind of sections (laughs) that a newspaper kind of has to fill in, um, you know, on a daily basis, whatever. And... After newspaper, we, and I also kind of, when I go to Barnes and Noble, I see this where there are different, now there's more niche sections, right? Like there isn't just self-help, but there could be like self-help for women and there could be self-help health dieting for women. And it just gets nicher and nicher and nicher. Um, But another story time, so just going back to like newspaper times, uh, (laughs) the TV. So for television, Um, when I was growing up, there were only like 60 channels or something. And, uh, you know, there's a kid's channel and then there's like HGTV, um, and the cooking channel. And if you really liked cooking, you know, you would probably just consume that content. And it didn't even matter if you liked, you know, Barefoot Contessa or not, that is who would be on TV. And that is who you would learn cooking from. Or before that, it was like Julia Child. I think she was like the first televised chef or something like that. And so what I'm trying to say is that you didn't have a lot of options when it came to content consumption. 
Um, at least you didn't think that you didn't have a lot of options at the time. And I think digital marketing is just like that. I think it's a lot of opportunity to um, bring that to be to position yourself which i'm going to talk about positioning in a second to be that content creator in a niche that otherwise was too broad that um you know like it was too broad like right now if i want to watch if i can watch um there wasn't any like tv shows on like nails or like manicures and stuff like that right like if i ever wanted to learn about that I would have to go on YouTube and then I would be shown a bunch of different YouTubers and if you're if you love YouTube culture um then you know there were like um the most popular nail girl I can think of is simply nail logical and I think she's a really great example of like digital marketing business not her but like just that concept of like wow someone literally built an audience just from doing interesting nail um, testing and stuff and um, with digital marketing when I there's there's content for everybody out there if you want to have a Facebook group you can have a Facebook group on anything before if you wanted to find a community of people who also loved crockpot recipes and there isn't a TV show on HGTV called Crockpot Hour, and there isn't, um, you know, there isn't like anyone you know like that is interested in the same <laughs> types of culinary <laughs> methodologies as you. Then you can go on Facebook and you could look up Crockpot Community Family, and I'm actually in that group. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I am in that one because I was interested, and so I joined Facebook groups according to interest, like. I'm also in a Handmaid's Tale Facebook group, and it's so weird, you guys. I don't know if you're into Handmaid's Tale. I think everyone is actually into Handmaid's Tale, but there is a group on Facebook, super side note, about, it's called, like, The Commander is Right, and, like, the Gilead, uh, pro-Gilead um, you know, community. And it's like, what? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't join those groups. But when I was just doing a little search, I came across them. And, um, so with digital marketing, I'm going to name some trends for you, some things to kind of like keep to the top of your mind. This is a lot of encouragement for you to just go ahead and do it. Because the truth is, is that no one is going to position yourself in the digital world aspect. And, Um, I remember a few years ago when I first started my business, I had already done some kind of like digital marketing tasks, like setting up SEO and like making URL domains, really basic stuff like that. Um, finding keywords and, um, you know, you don't think that the first time, what do you do the first time you're setting that up? the first time you're setting up your Facebook page or your LinkedIn, and I'm going to talk about all that stuff. Um, What do you think? Oh, in two years or five years, I'm definitely never going to have to do this again. I'm just going to be so successful. I'm just going to be so transcended into being supported that this is just always going to be taken care of for me. (laughs) And that's that's just a lie. Like, I think it's just a, a flat out lie. Um... 
or a lie that we tell ourselves mostly because the last month um since we've since we found out that we were relocating to miami um i really wanted to take my like marketing ecosystem really seriously because i took it very seriously when i first started in gainesville um and i'm really glad that i got my seo set up when i did because it really is like it's like the stock market like time in the market beats timing the market and so i don't want you to get really caught up in like getting the perfect phrasing getting the perfect um you know blend of things together because i still struggle with that like i know how it is i know how it is to have multiple umbrella brands and each being for serving a specific purpose and a fulfillment for you and your community um so if it helps you to just like think of it as a long-term project investment and not something that you just have to sit down and do and figure out then that's totally fine um i'm definitely continuously working on my facebook pages my linkedin um linkedin's been really good for me not for me like uh oh my gosh like people are just coming to me <laughs> left and right i'm learning how to be familiar across all the platforms once again and how to they can all work um simultaneously together so that way my omnipresence can be really strong um and something that you can never anticipate happening which are new platforms being introduced right like TikTok, it's not like it came out of nowhere, but um, there are just those types of opportunities that will come and you have to say, okay, do I want to, like in this, in this new world of digital marketing, because it's years later, you know, what's the plan? <laughs> what do I really want to do? How do I want to put myself out there? Um, and I think if you've already kind of done really well on TikTok, please keep going please keep going don't stop um you can figure out all of this like seo stuff later like you can hire me and my consulting business to do it for you and we can figure it out but um the first so i have like four points here that i want to make today in the episode um the first one is that platform familiarity and if you don't really know how I guess you do know this. If you're listening to this, you probably know that the way that you post on Facebook is different than the way you post on Instagram. And then the way you post on Instagram is different how you post on TikTok. And the way you post on TikTok is different than you post on LinkedIn. And you want to maintain a sense of professionalism and authority and creativity and likability because we're all here just trying to make friends and be friendly and stuff. But that's the first thing that I would just try to like wrap my head around is like, what is the intention for each of the platforms that you are using in your business? Um, and does that make you happy right now? <laughs> um, because the truth is that all these platforms, the only way that you will get something out of it is if you kind of make them happy. If you've listened to my show, you know, I would talk about, okay, Instagram wants you to be good on there. It wants you to engage. Like you got to make Instagram happy. It's a relationship. And with LinkedIn, it's very similar. TikTok I heard is like, you know, um, very unpredictable and i'm just on there posting clips just kind of so i can be putting content out um because i would and it you know maybe you're like this too 
where it's like, I can't even wrap my head around, you know, giving entrepreneur business tips. One, don't um, ask for favors too early. Two, don't da 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 da, three, da da da. And I'm like, ah, how do I distill that into this like viral content? Um, and that's kind of like led me to be like, okay, I'm just gonna figure out how do I want to teach entrepreneurship as a company and then how is my company going to use those platforms and et cetera, et cetera. Um, a quick, another little story before we move on to the second point um, is I was doing a, was it content design lab? Oh, business planning lab. So I'm hosting labs this summer and they've been going really well. Please join one. Um, and someone asked me, it was a very innocent question and I like knew exactly where it was coming from and it was just like, how do you kind of like get that momentum started for you when you're running your business and how do you start building that community? And um, I told him, I was like, you should just go post on your personal Facebook page. <laughs> and when I said that, he just kind of looked at me like, I knew you were gonna say that, but damn, like, is that really what I gotta do? And yeah, like you really gotta go do that. Um, what I was saying, oh, I didn't finish my thought before, but there's a lot more competitiveness within the apps, within time spent online. Um, and so, especially with like the introduction of TikTok is what I mentioned, like people are just kind of more, and Clubhouse, oh my God, duh, Clubhouse. Um, people are just more divided in where they're going to spend time. That's why I'm so like surprised sometimes when people jump on, like when Instagram lives are really working, that's incredible. I'm going live every Thursday this summer. Um, just so I can like put myself on a schedule and like reconnect and rebuild with my audience. But mostly because Instagram live is definitely like the highest, like the best way to convert like actual new clients. Um, and the best thing about it is, is not, it's not like Clubhouse where you can exit the app and continue listening. People really do have to like be there actively there. And it is a very like community building kind of exercise to do because people kind of like will see who else is in your live and want to connect with them after your live is over. So, um, that was a side thing. And another side thing is I think I saw in the news or was it on Instagram, American Eagle just launched a new store and they called it Offline. The name in the store is called Offline and the entire store just sells like fitness clothing and like wellness products and water bottles and like all that stuff. And I'm like, that's so interesting that there's like American Eagle is interesting. <laughs> I really want to talk more about business. Like I really do. That's just what I feel most comfortable and excited to talk about. Just what I'm seeing, what I'm reading about. So if you uh, want me, if you're supportive of that, just kind of let me know by leaving a review saying, I want more business content or um, sharing this on your story. Oh my God, that would be so cool if you share this on your story. And we do that, we do that stuff again. Uh, okay, so the second point was positioning. The first one was platform familiarity. You know, do what you gotta do to make the platforms more happy. And the second point is posi positioning yourself. And um, 
I said in the beginning, like, I want this to be very encouraging for you because again, I know what it's like to feel like, is my experience level enough? Do I need to do more? Do I need to do something different? But all you need to do is just communicate how good you are at what it is that you do and do the basic like testimonials, really clear, direct CTAs. The more confident your CTAs are, I, I promise you the more that they will convert and you won't even need to position yourself that way, right? People are already know you most likely and they're already pretty familiar with the work that you do. Um, and it just is, is just, that is such a huge thing in digital marketing right now because it's just like, you know, everyone's an expert online. Just to be plain and simple, everyone is a super successful business owner or coach or entrepreneur or whatever and if everyone is that why not you like why can't you do that too especially to people who like want to see you win and succeed and that's why i was saying you know post on your personal facebook page um get that kind of first like grassroots community like family bonds friends and family to invest in you energetically or from like a social media like currency exchange um, because that will help you feel a lot better about like the energy that you give to like Instagram and like other platforms possibly. Um, The next point is community building and rebuilding. So I already discussed lightly just about Instagram live. But um, that is just a huge trend right now. It's just more of the, um, you know, like like-minded uh, folks kind of coming together and attracting together. And I think that's not going to change in the next like few years. But I do see companies kind of stepping in. I'm sorry if you hear any background music. Victor is like building something with his cousin and they're... Um, you know, being a little, like, boys, (laughs) um, so, oh, and I think now I hear, like, a lawnmower, we're almost over with the episode, but I'm seeing a lot of brands kind of in, come in and want to work more with, like, the small business owner, celebrity entrepreneur type of person, so I'm not gonna say me, but it's my podcast, and I'm gonna use myself as an example, Uh, I have been creating a lot of different types of content that cover many like interests and like aspects of just like business and like women entrepreneurship and you know um, being Latina Cuban American and stuff like that and I always had a lot of trouble with really going for like the influencer um, kind of the going full full on in that because I was running my business full time and I was working with my clients who needed help and in the now as I look back I'm like okay I, they I could have done both like I, I I think I was just maybe scared or I just put it off because I thought that it would just kind of happen much more naturally and it does these things do kind of take their own course but at the same time you can do more to um to 
build your community and also be kind of like acknowledged by other communities or other brands. And that is going to help you with your positioning as well. Um, and yeah, so right now, like I was working with, um, I've been working, I've been working with Kajabi for like two years, not working with them, but I've been using their product and, um, it's been a little hard to be honest. Um, just from like, uh, there's so many things within the Kajabi that we've already built. And sometimes we have a lot of issues with like customer support. Um, and so in my head, I'm like, okay, what am I really gaining from like this relationship? And like, can I leverage anything to secure something a little bit more, um, you know, opportunistic for myself because, because brands are doing that. And literally this morning today, I got an email from another brand. Well, actually last week, um, one other brand, another project management, uh, or, you know, it's not project management, but another kind of CRM company direct messaged me. And it was a very like genuine message of like, Hey, Isabel, we really like the work you're doing. Like, have you ever considered, um, hosting a course on this and that platform? And I said, Hey, you know, I'm right now with Kajabi and I'm, um, I really like how it's like working, but I am open and do you, are you doing stuff like this? Cause that's what I want to be doing. And they said, Oh no, we're not doing that right now. Whatever. It was just like this little back and forth conversation. And then this morning I get another email from another different CRM, which is a lot more mainstream. Um, this company is much more mainstream and this company is definitely has a lot more, um, like motivations to build community within their own customer base. And I do see Kajabi doing that um, because I really like how their social media strategy is and how they have like challenges for their products and stuff. But like I said, again, um, I didn't, I don't really push my Kajabi code a lot because one, I was trying to push it for like a year or so. And I only got like, three or four signups, uh, which, you know, thank you. Grateful. (laughs) Um, but just from like an effort to time investment and then like, where is this like going in the future? Cause like, I don't want to, I don't really see myself being like, you know, a certain member with Kajabi, you know what I'm trying to say? So, um, what I'm saying is that keep your options open. You don't know who would want to work with you and is going to come and knock on your door. And, um, if you're going to give someone your business too, like it should feel right in all the ways, especially if you are been running your business for a few years, you're thinking about switching something up, you want to take something in a more innovative direction, or you think it's going to be better for your business overall. Um, don't be afraid to like, not like be consistent in like those, um, platform things, because even for my website, which is hosted on Kajabi. Um, and this is kind of tying back the, my digital marketing story and my journey so far. <laughs> it's my journey. It's so much time being on a laptop with my neck, just shrimping round and getting these, <laughs> getting these post views. <laughs> um, Oh, what was I saying? I'm a little tired. I'm sorry. It's, it's, we just moved and I'm in my mother's bedroom <laughs> recording this show. Um, but oh yeah, like with my website, I don't really love my website anymore. 
Um, I do love it. I'm, I'm, I love it. I just don't want to be a personal brand anymore. Um, I pivoted to personal branding because Guava Empowerment as like a page wasn't really, wasn't really taken off. Um, at the time, there were a lot of coaches and personal brands that that strategy was working so much better. And so when I was, I was advised to just switch to personal and I did it and it obviously like really worked out. Um, but now I want to go back to that vision originally. And so I'm not going to change anything about my Isabella Guava Instagram profile. Um, but I am actually, so this is like a little announcement. Um, I'm going to have, I have a Guava Girl podcast Instagram profile and I'm so, again, like you guys, I'm, I'm grateful. Like just, just to put it there, I have 1800 followers on the Guava Girl podcast page and I think that's kind of amazing. Um, I haven't posted on that page in almost a year. So I know the next time I post, it's going to really like rank and stuff. And I want to have that profile be modified into my Guava Empowerment company page. And um, my company is going to be serving entrepreneurs and um, women minorities in Miami, Florida. That's really my vision right now. Um, I am doing one-on-one coaching and that's, that's kind of it in my labs and, um, that's it. My mastermind is, is done. We, we just wrapped up in April and, um, my membership is closed. It's running, but it's closed. I am going back and forth on my membership, Um, just because it is not, I'm just not sure if that's something that really fits into my product suite anymore. Um, but I'm going to give myself the month of May to, to really decide. Um, we're talking only about digital marketing all of May inside. And, um, yeah, like when you have multiple profiles and multiple Facebook pages or a website or a podcast and this and that, and then on top of that, like, like you have family members who also have a business and you want to make sure that they're set up and like they're really understanding, you know, this aspect of like pushing out content to monetize your your skill set. Um, there's all these factors to consider. So um, I'm going to be switching out that profile. And then on LinkedIn, I updated my LinkedIn. Please connect with me. Send me a connection, but don't send me a connection just to like, so we can be connections because no, (laughs) um, we need to be like collaborative and supportive, especially on LinkedIn, because there is so much opportunity out there. So I will like your stuff. If you like my stuff, I I automatically assume that if you connect with me, I'm going to, we're going to co-support each other. Um, but with LinkedIn, you have to like maintain a sense of like professional professionalism, um, and still like very value driven or like sharing about your like experience. And I've been kind of doing that a little bit on there and my LinkedIn. So I also have a company page on the LinkedIn, um, like a Guava empowerment page. Cause I've had team members over the last four years. And when I got back on LinkedIn, um, earlier this year, I saw that there were so many of them who said, you know, worked at Guava Empowerment from this time to this time is this role. And I was like, oh my God, like people are putting me as, (laughs) 
it was just a little junior CEO moment. <laughs> and um, so I just wanted to be really serious about that. And then I want, um, so Guava Empowerment page on LinkedIn to be sh- sharing content or resharing content and articles that I think are really relevant to um, you guys, my community. So not just about business, but about world events, but about, um, you know, advocacy and causes that I, I really care about. Um, and just being able to do what I've always wanted to do because when I first did like a competitor analysis for Guava, um, there were all of these like pages that would post multiple times a day and they would always know when to post what, and I can bring that intentionality back, you know, I can do that again. Um, but it is just like a whole, like aligned strategy and it takes time. It takes time to get there. So, um, Okay, the last star here, as far as digital marketing trends, and again, there are probably so many trends out there. Um, Please don't just use this episode as like the end all and be all of like online business marketing. I'm I'm sure you don't, but you know, just letting you know that there's there's a whole world of knowledge. Um, Email marketing, okay? Email marketing, go send out an email, just do it. It doesn't matter if it's like, hey, it's been a while, or hey, I'm back in your inbox. Preferably, you're not that kind of vanilla with it. You can come up with something a little bit more um, inviting or like justifying your absence. You can say something like, do you even check your email anymore? Okay, cool because I want to be emailing you once a week and my first announcement is so-and-so and And you can literally do anything like you don't have to just sell your offers like you can sell your ideas you can sell your other communities you can you know just let people know what you're up to because again we are just that kind of like entering the um, celebrity entrepreneur era um, and there is there is people who want to know your journey you know they want to know what it's like to work for yourself what it's like to work from home what it's like to be rejected uh several times from people who are not ready for your coaching and um there is a lot there is a big call to cut through the red tape in that sense and email marketing is a great way to do that i just don't bullshit when it comes to sales anymore Um, I'm really straightforward about the transaction or about like what it is that you're paying for. Um, because, because yeah, like it's just, you can't really, um, you you can't use a lot of like smoke and mirrors. It's just going to be used. It's going to work against you. Um, and it, maybe you're doing that because you don't know what you want to sell and you're not really confident in any one of your singular offers at the moment. And I've been there too. You know, I have totally, totally launched three things in a month and looked around and I was like, is anyone like looking at me like I am lost? Because that's exactly what happened. I was just lost. I didn't know what my audience wanted, but I knew I wanted to serve, but I knew I wanted to make some money, be introduced to new business owners. 
Um, and so I put out my, they're called Guava Tank Labs, and I am hosting two a month for the foreseeable future. The next labs we have coming up are Content Design Lab, where we're gonna be curating content. This is the new, con like content design is a whole new thing. Have you, have you not heard? Oh, you haven't heard that I'm an artist and I know how to curate things and I can do that for you in a lab. Um, and that's a $49 registration that's happening on May 12th, I believe. And we also have Digital Marketing Lab, which is going to be very much based off of this episode. And that's only $10 more. I think it's $59. And it's going to be a workshop where we just look at your positioning, look at your different profiles, see what direction you want to be moving into. And I'd love for you to see you register. So if you're interested in that, they'll be linked in the product um, in the show description. They're also linked in my bio. And if you're interested in private coaching with me or doing some type of work with Guava, go ahead and reach out. Um, send me a DM that says, I want to be a private client or I just want to have some support i can't do it all on my own we're pivoting and we're shifting and we're also trying to figure out the best way to serve our customers and um yeah i'm really really excited especially in miami it's becoming it's kind of like a bubble right now but isn't everything a bubble um just with the tech bro culture or like tech bro community like really blowing up mayor of miami is like really trying to get all of these silicone dudes over here and I'm not just trying to say it's all men, but it's mostly men, okay? <laughs> um, and I think that's going to be really great for my SEO. I think it's going to be great for my positioning, for my ability to like reach new audiences or potentially the audiences I would like always wanted to reach. But I picked a very niche brand, a very niche, um, you know, four years ago, coaching, online coaching was existing but it was very different. It was a very different um, type of environment and you definitely just want to assess the environment that you're operating in right now and not continue the, um, the, the retired strategy. You know, you need something more innovative. You need something that your audience and that your community is gonna appreciate and that evolve and go to the next level and all of those things. I know that you can do it. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Guap Girl podcast. My next episode is going to be on, I don't know yet, but I think I'm going to make it on competition and tips on dealing and handling competition. So again, if you like this episode, please rate and review on the iTunes app post about it on your story with a number with a takeaway um, that you enjoyed and connect with me on instagram let's work together let's do it um, join a lab it would be a great investment oh my gosh and the testimonials oh my god what do i even do with these testimonials digital marketing no one is answering the question what to do with testimonials um we have this really cool process that um you know I, I had like thought about it like the day of the first guava tank lab where uh if you join a lab you do get 20 percent off your next lab um but we were able to collect testimonials really quickly because earlier this year i launched um business intensives 
and I did like five or like seven of them or something and dude you know how long it took me to get the testimonials back to get like four testimonials back it took me like two to three weeks dude okay listen I am a <laughs> it's cool I know that people I know I know that the process is hard so I came up with another process for the guava tank labs that before they went they would just be easily like to submit a form that has like the testimonial release form and like they could submit it anonymously and they like, just put their feedback in before they hop off the lab and that worked a lot well but i wouldn't have been able to do that if i didn't do the intensives first and if i didn't identify that problem initially so uh, just a little side thing and um let's see what other things came up in that little side rant uh yeah you could also do a one-on-one -on -one intensive with me if you want um but I, I don't know. It's, it's your support, girl. It's your support needs. <laughs> um, I think that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, I'm going to be going to the pool. I'm so much more tan now. Oh, it's so like, I haven't, I haven't been able to be tan in like years. I don't know. I just always, oh, it was only like one day by the pool or like one beach weekend. So this summer, I'm going to have the most consistent tanning schedule. It's going to be more consistent than my social media strategy, 100%. Um, maybe my social media strategy should just be how much I tan. I don't know. All right, you guys. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Have a great day and, you know, rock your business. Let's do it. <laughs> Bye.